At the end of this episode, I will include two death therapy songs for you to listen to, only if you listen to the podcast on the Anchor app or on a browser through anchor.fm backslash campfiretalk. And here we go. Today in the Campfire Conversationalist podcast, John is gone. Matt, a.k.a. Dread Matt, a.k.a. Hidden in Plain Sight, is here. It's going to be a little bit different of an episode. Uh, it's just me, like I said. Uh, thanks for everyone for listening. I hope you guys enjoy this episode. And I just want to thank everyone for your support and tell people about the podcast if you like it. Uh, look up the links that I put on Facebook and on Twitter. Um, that's at DreadMat on Twitter and Seven uh, Dread on Facebook. You can also find us at the Campfire Conversationalist Podcast on Facebook as well. And I post stuff there a couple times a week. So, yeah, hook up with us and check us out. Uh, the Anchor app is very useful. That is how I put the podcast out and publish it. A nice feature about the Anchor app is you can actually download it yourself, come check out our podcast, listen to it, and you can leave a voice message and then I can hear it. Not only can I hear it, but I can take the audio from your voice message and I can insert it into a later episode. So if you have questions for us, if you have um, a topic that you want us to research and talk about, please go to the Anchor app and leave us a message. Uh, the Campfire Conversationalist podcast. It should be pretty easy for you to find. It's the only one out there spelled like that. If you spell it the wrong way, you won't find it. Um, enough of that. Uh, enjoy the show. Okay, so I can go over my day. Um, thanks to... I'm going to actually put in this comments. Thanks, Mitchell Lang, for helping me get... Hooking me up with the information to get an interview today. Um, so thanks to Mitch, I was able to get an interview today for hopefully a decent job. I don't know. We'll see. We'll see what happens. Uh, I'm not holding my breath, but at the same time, um, could be cool. Oh, that's the wrong way. See, now it's flipped on me. I don't know. Hello, mother-in-law. My mother-in-law joined. I'm going to invite people. Oh, I did already. Okay. So, um had an interview went really well i think i'm pretty sure uh i'd be surprised that they don't call back and offer me a job because i felt like the interview went really well uh one of the questions it was kind of a generic it was an open interview so it wasn't like i had to try hard i just had to show up and not look homeless or act homeless so it wasn't really hard but in those type of interviews it's generally they literally have like a sheet two sheets of paper and then you read the question to the interviewee, myself, and then they, you, the interviewee, myself, gives the interviewer an answer, and then they write down or abbreviate what you said. Uh, so, like, one of the questions was, how do I interact with other people? And I was like, 
I guess I'm okay. I'm like, maybe it was like a, a one out of 10, you know, um, you could answer one out of 10. I don't, I don't know. I don't know what the word is I'm looking for right now, but, um, I was like, maybe like a five. And she was like, uh, I'm going to give you like an A. She's like, you're, you seem like you're pretty good people. So I'm like, ah, maybe I am underestimating myself. I don't know. Uh, so she seemed pretty cool and pretty positive And she seemed to like me. <laughs> Sorry about that. That came out of nowhere. Ugh. Um, and after that, we took my daughter to the park and she got to go on the slides and the swings. She really liked the swings. Um, <clears throat> she really liked the swings and, and uh, the park we were at was by a, an airport, uh, not a big airport, just a little tiny, you know, airport. And there was a helicopter and the helicopter um, was about to take off. So, you know, it started the, the propellers and then, you know, for like five minutes they were just going and then they were, they started going faster. So we're like, we're like it's going to take off. So I pulled it out of the swing and turned it around because her back was towards where the helicopter was. So we turned her around and we got to watch the helicopter take off. And that was pretty cool. She didn't seem like super, super, super excited about it, but she was just like, oh, look, there it goes. But I'm pretty sure that's the first time she's ever seen a helicopter take off. <clears throat> I mean, I guess to be fair, in my lifetime, I really haven't seen a whole lot of helicopters taking off in real life, maybe 15 times or less, I would imagine. I've seen it on TV a bunch, but uh, let's see. What else did we do today? We watched Dumbo, the live action, live action movie. With you know, that's Dumbo's completely animated in. <clears throat> um, Autumn was excited to see that, and I'd say it was a pretty decent movie. To be fair, um, I do like, um, sorry, I'm reading something. I do like Tim Burton a lot, and even though I'm pretty, I actually am pretty critical of anything he does. <clears throat> Not in a bad way. I just, I, I will be honest and critique it um, if I don't like something of his. Uh, but I did. I thought Dumbo was decent. I, I We watched the animated movie, uh, I don't know, within the last year. And um, the animated movie's garbage. It's pretty terrible. It's stupid. It doesn't make any sense, really. Um, so I think they did a very good job writing a script around... Uh, the cartoon animated Disney movie um, that was psychedelic at one point. <laughs> I don't know. It's weird. In the in the animated movie, he like drinks alcohol on accident. I think, if I remember correctly, and this he starts hallucinating. Now I'm pretty sure you don't drink alcohol and hallucinate typically, uh, unless you're on some next level alcohol. So yeah, that was uh, kind of a strange part in the animated movie. I'm not really sure what the point of that was, but they, they didn't do that uh, to where he was hallucinating in the movie, the live action reboot. <clears throat> um, they actually, um, it was just a part of the circus or whatever. I don't know. They were using bubbles. I don't know. It was okay. 
Um, what else happened today? Um, not too much. I wasn't able to, I'm not able to publish the latest episode of the Campfire Conversationalist podcast. Therefore, I am making this video right now as sort of a fill-in um, for anybody who actually cares. And um, if anybody actually likes the podcast, um, I know that when I'm looking forward to a podcast or a YouTube, uh, a YouTuber who's typically put something out on a regular schedule and for whatever reason they can't that day, I'm always disappointed. It, it doesn't make me mad or I don't cry. I'm in the corner about it, but it's always, like, oh man, I was kind of looking forward to that. So because I'm not able to publish uh, an episode today due to circumstances that were outside of my control, um, I'm going to do this live video and I'm going to try to make it uh, a decent amount of time. I don't typically really like talking just to my microphone and looking at a screen of myself. Um, that seems like extremely narcissistic and um, it's when you think about it, it's really weird to just have a conversation with yourself <clears throat> to your microphone. Um, again, it's really narcissistic in a way, and I don't really like narcissism. Um, but I figured if there's people out there that actually do like the podcast and they look forward to a published episode on two, every Tuesday, um, the least I can do is put out this video. And I think what I'm going to do is I'm going to extract the audio. I'll have to edit out the beginning because there was about five minutes where I'm trying to figure out if the audio is actually working because I've already, this is the third time I've started a live stream. Um, because, um, Okay, I was just reading a message from Raven. She's a good friend of mine. She was oh, she was helping me on uh, with my audio issue, just letting me know if uh, if it was working or not. I'm just gonna text her back and tell her no problem. Thanks for your help. Um, so now I've got to find my train of thoughts. Um, where was I? <laughs> this is sucks. I hate when I do that. Um. Oh, I was going to text my wife for water, too. I need water. Um, yeah, so if anybody actually does like or listen to my podcast and I just don't want to disappoint people um, I'm, I'm not a narcissistic person typically so I don't really like just talking into a microphone looking at a screen of myself it's kind of weird um, it might not seem weird but when you think about that from like almost uh, an outside perspective just think about someone and they're just talking to themselves in a microphone with nobody else in the room with them and you're not even sure if anybody's really listening even live and they're looking at themselves on a TV screen while they're doing this. It's really weird. Um, that being said, like I said, I don't want to disappoint anybody with the fact that I couldn't publish uh, an episode today. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to rip the audio out of the, from this episode. Um, and I'll publish it tonight for people who 
do like the podcast. Um, I don't think I'm going to get into anything conspiratorial necessarily, unless in the comments people pop in and start asking me questions um, because I don't really have any topic in particular in mind um, that I was going to talk about. I just wanted to, um, I just wanted to um, put something out for people who actually do care. Um, and that's, that's about it. I guess we could talk about, um, Hollywood and like I was saying, we watched Dumbo. Um, hold on. I won't forget what I'm talking about now. Um, the fact that Disney and uh, it's not just Disney, but Disney is doing it. Disney is making a lot of remakes. Like everything's a remake. It's to the point where it actually kind of drives me nuts. Um, uh, it's like. Hi, Travis. Um. Um, it's to the point where I I can't even begin to thank you. Thank you. Um, I I don't know how these companies can make any money because none of their content's original. I mean, I guess you could argue the script of Dumbo, the animated movie versus Dumbo the quote-unquote live-action movie is different. So they had to have screenwriters um, for that. Yeah, but um, it I don't... I mean, there's nothing really original about the movie. It, I kind of figured out what was going to happen the whole time. There was n- nothing really shocking or surprising in the movie. Um, although the movie itself was okay. Uh, it wasn't great, but it wasn't bad. I think for... I just, I, I literally just can't even understand how these companies can just put out nothing. Like literally they're like, Hey, let's just remake something. And then we'll remake the remake again. Um, it's, I don't know. It's beyond me. Um, yeah, no, Travis says there's no originality. Uh, you didn't even have to correct your spelling because I'm pretty sure my brain just read it the right way anyway. Um, but it's it's not even just that. Um, that's part of it. Um, it's weird. I don't. It doesn't make any sense. Uh, imagine if you had a company. Imagine if a band. Let's let's put it like that. Imagine if a band like did five albums and then they they hit a writer's block or whatever and they were like let's just re-record our first album and we'll just tweak a few things um that'd be cool that's fine you know there's bands that i've seen do that here and there but now what if the next five albums after the first five albums are only remakes of the first five albums and then on their 11th album they're like oh we're still in our writer's block what do, what do we do let's just do the first album again but we'll do it different again like, I think they start losing fans pretty quickly. I know, I, unless it was just, 
I'm not talking about like a, a heavy metal band doing an acoustic set. That's not what I mean. I'm talking about like a heavy metal band doing a heavy metal album that they redid and then they redid it again and it's all the same thing. I mean, could you imagine if Slipknot re-recorded their first album and then they didn't they only re-recorded it. They didn't really change much. Um and then and then you know, 15 years from now, they re-recorded their first album again and they didn't change really hardly anything. They only really just re-recorded it. I think Slipknot fans would genuinely be pissed and rightfully so. And I don't, I think people should be upset about the fact that uh, they're doing this in Hollywood. Um, My wife and daughter are super excited to go see the Lion King. Um, I'm not. I kind of want to see it because I'm interested to see it, but more from an analytical perspective. perspective of trying to see what they're going to do if they're going to change anything or not i have a feeling the script's going to be almost exactly identical and the storyline's going to almost be exactly the same i i think they'll change a few things here and there but uh to me it's annoying that people in hollywood can't even come up with something original anymore it's it's really odd there's a lot there's a lot of things you can be inspired by and um i think there's a lot of potential good but nobody's making them at all um not right now anyways and uh what we were at the video store last night and we saw on the shelf um yes video stores still do exist we have a family video two blocks from our house probably um, and we rent movies there once in a while. Um, one of the reasons we go to Family Video because they have free kids movies, um, children's movies. I don't really like to say the word kids because goats are kids. And goat, actually, if you look at the the meaning of the word goat, um, uh, it's not. I'm not talking about the animal goat, but the word G O A T. Um, from what I understand back in Roman times goat was actually the sewer system um, so when you when you say goat kid you know you're calling your kids a piece of crap basically in, in my opinion uh, I don't think you're doing it intentionally so you don't have to stop saying kid if you don't want to um, but they're children anyways family video has a uh, uh, free children's rentals um, so every once in a while we'll go in there and get maybe just three or four children's DVDs. And then sometimes we'll get something for our stuff too, that like isn't on Netflix or whatever. Um, like I rented the movie conspiracy theory, conspiracy theory, um, because John and I were actually talking about mind control in our podcast, uh, quite, eh, maybe two months or so ago now. And I've been wanting to watch the movie. Uh, and I was good. I actually was trying to watch the movie for research for that episode, Um, but I couldn't find it on Netflix or anything else. And I didn't really want to pay like, I don't know, three or $4 to rent it from whatever site had it available to rent online. Um, so I just went to family video and we rented it for a dollar last night. Um, so now I'm catching up on that research that I should have already done months ago. Um, but anyways, um, all that being said, uh, yeah, sometimes family videos has some 
decent movies that you can't really find on like Uncle Buck is the other one we were going to rank because we were we were joking around last night about Uncle Buck and we were quoting lines from the movie and Autumn thought it was hilarious. She's never seen the movie so she doesn't get it but just she was just us saying the lines and her saying them made all of us laugh uh, so it was pretty funny um, but yeah I, the originality thing yeah uh, Travis says here in the comments Beauty in the Beast was a scene for scene remake and that's what I heard um, and I didn't see the movie Rebecca and, and Autumn have seen it um, I I guess I don't know I feel like I'm a man and Beauty and the Beast doesn't interest me um, maybe it did when I was a child so I guess a part of me I just don't even have interest in these kind of movies um they it's not like a I, I don't really like Disney but that's not even it I mean Beauty and the Beast isn't even a Disney story Disney stole it uh probably from the Brothers Grimm I, I assume um I'm sure they or uh somebody else wrote that story but regardless it's just to me the Beauty and the Beast doesn't really I've seen it I saw a bunch of times when I was a child and um you know i could probably quote lines from the movie because i saw it so many times when i was young uh, so i don't really care to see it again so when i heard that the live live action with animated you know everything's animated um when when i heard about the beauty and the beast remake being pretty much a scene for scene remake um i was like well i'm just not gonna even watch it there's no point i've already seen the movie i don't care if what's her name from Hogwarts is acting and that doesn't interest me at all um so yeah I don't know I'm not excited to see the Lion King I'm sure I'll see it um I heard they're doing the Little Mermaid and um I heard they're making her black and I was like wow way to stay you know uh Disney's just doing what it seems like they're doing anything they can to just be like let's be politically correct and try to make everybody happy. Like you couldn't just make Ariel Ariel. And then I saw someone online be like, it's okay if Disney changes uh, Ariel to be a black chick because Ariel's a fish. Uh, so are you saying this black chick is a fish? Like her, her black uh, culture and race doesn't matter. And she's a fish. The argument is kind of unintentionally stating that like you don't have to make Ariel white because mermaids aren't real is the implication um but I guess my retort would be um why not just make Ariel Ariel uh, oh because you just want to make people happy you just want to be politically correct that's literally the only reason Disney does stuff like that well, there's probably more reasons than that, but that's one of them. And that stuff kind of bothers me. I'm going to take a sip of uh, sparkling water. Try not to spill it all over myself. And I had a belch there too. Sorry about that. Um... PC gone bonkers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For sure, dude. Um, yeah, it's... it's The politically correct uh, thing is so out of control. Uh, man, I almost don't even want to get into it because I'm sure I'll piss somebody off if I say what I really think. And I'm just not trying to piss anybody off today. 
Um, and I, and when I, <clears throat> when I start talking about this stuff, I really need to think out my thoughts before I just say them because sometimes I'll word things in a way and people just don't, they don't understand it the way I do in my head. So, um, I don't want to, I don't want to say something and it come out the wrong way, but I think just being politically correct and trying to make everybody happy and making Ariel black. And I mean, why don't we just make her a dog? I mean, it's just a mermaid and mermaids aren't real. Why don't we just make the actor a dog and call it not live or and call it live action? Then we can make all the dogs happy in the world. Uh, is there anybody here who identifies as a dog, by the way? Oh yeah. So here's how far ahead of, ahead of uh, the curve I was. I remember, uh, I'm going to shout out tub real quick. Um, my buddy tub. Oops. I mean, I had to type type in his name. Dang it. It's not going to work. It won't let me find his name. I was going to try and put his name in the comments and then say hi to him. But, um... My buddy Tub, I remember when him and I was working at <clears throat> um, Toppers years ago. Um, this was when, you know, people would start being like, I identify as a male and they're a woman. Or they're a woman and they're like, I, or, or they're a male and they're like, I identify as a woman, whatever. You know, um, as kind of as a joke, and I kind of saw this sort of even coming one day tub and i were joking around and i'm like dude i identify as asian dude and he's like yeah dude i identify as white and we were just totally joking around but i mean that sean king person um actually you know was doing that but after i had made i mean they were doing it before i made the joke but i didn't know about them and then there's uh there's people who who do that now they're like i identify as another race like okay you're not but you're just mentally ill okay uh, so yeah, does anybody here identify as a dog? Um, you can identify as a dog if you want. Just know that when you do that, you're mentally ill. Oh, Travis, what kind of dog? Dude, you got to be a Doberman Pinscher. Am I right? You got to be. A Dobe? I love Doberman Pinschers. They're great dogs. I might get a Doberman Pinscher one day. Um, definitely not anytime soon. That's for sure. Um, why do I got it? Oh, it just wants me to say hi. Who else can I shout out? Yeah, so Tub, Tub, and I were ahead of the curb in in joking and making fun of uh, people who are mentally ill, and that everyone is afraid to say they're mentally ill, and like, I identify as this or that. Um, by saying that we were mentally, or that we were mentally, yeah, we're mental, that's for sure. Uh, we identify as Asian and white. Oh, by the way, Tub is Asian, that's why he identified as white, just in case you don't know. Uh, so if you don't know who Tub is, that wouldn't make any sense, but yes, he is, um, Hmong. Uh, we did a Tub and I did a, an episode, uh, where him and I talked about it. So go back to the beginning of all of our episodes, it's like maybe around episode five or something it's called uh two fugly dudes talking there's like five episodes 
Um, so him and I talk about what Hmong is and um, the fact that I never even heard of it until I moved to Wisconsin. Um, so yeah, he's Hmong. It's like Asian mountain people. That's how he describes it. Um, so go back and check that out. If you're interested and you're like, what is he talking about Hmong? Um, what else is going down? The one with the beard? I don't know what dog that is, man. Off the top of my head. Why does he keep doing that? It took me like three times to get this show set up the right way. Um, it was funny because I didn't have my microphone. Well, it was plugged in, but I didn't have it selected. I didn't have it selected right. Um, in the computer or actually in Facebook it, it wasn't set as the right defaults Harvey what's up man did you leave a comment or I'm having issues here Facebook is being rough with me uh spelling is off oh schnauzer uh, I mean I I can read it I don't care how it's spelled in real life <laughs> that's probably I probably could read that better than the correct way to spell schnauzer <laughs> I'm a phonetic reader, so, like, I probably would have spelled it similarly. Schnauzer, so. Um. Hold on. I gotta. How do. Whatever. Oh, my gosh. Pardon my snort. Um was I going to talk about I was I had something else in mind that I wanted to talk about but then I kind of went off on a tangent about Hollywood um yeah they're not creative like I said imagine if a band you really liked just re-recorded their first album three different times and only changed it slightly a little bit you'd probably be sort of annoyed like the first time you might be like cool it's you know better quality recording um they changed a few parts here and there but then the third time they they did it you'd be like dude come on put out an an original album actually demon hunter their uh their 20th anniversary of their debut album is coming um not coming out i'm sorry the 20 year anniversary of their debut album is coming up not out up soon um i forget what year it came out 2001 maybe so like in another two years and in the blessed resistance podcast which is demon hunters podcast that they do on their blessed resistance uh website um they talk about that being an idea of them redoing re-recording the first album and i think for like an anniversary kind of a thing you know that's cool especially because you've got different members now you have ryan the original singer but his brother um, is no longer in the band. And, you know, Ryan and his brother wrote like all the songs. So now you, um, you've you got Jeremiah on guitar and Patrick on guitar and they weren't in the band. I'm sure they can play all the songs, no problem, but it would be cool to like have different band members, you know, that are currently in the band now um obviously except for ryan and john the bass player he's original actually i don't know if he recorded i can't remember if he recorded on the first album with them or not 
I, I have to go back and re-listen to that episode. He he may have, but he may not have. I can't remember. Um, but John, the bass player in Demon Hunter, he's pretty much been in Demon Hunter since the beginning, for the most part, um, with the exception of like at the very, very, very beginning, it was pretty much just um, Don and Ryan Clark, and they pretty much like it started off almost not like as a joke, but in a way, kind of like as a humorous joke. And then people like really liked it and they're like, oh, we got to do this. Um, but anyways, yeah. So I'm kind of looking forward to if Demon Hunter does redo their first album. But like I said, only because it's going to be their 20th anniversary coming up in a couple years. And I think that with different guitar players, they could add some stuff or take away some stuff and... Um, make it really awesome it would be a really cool idea to do for 20th anniversary Uh, but at the same time like i said i wouldn't want demon hunter to just re-record their first 10 albums again and just keep doing that and then do it again and again that would be weird Uh, any any other demon hunter fans out here Uh, obviously i am i have a demon hunter tattoo on my neck um it's the only band tattoo i currently have uh, one day I'll probably get more tattoos. I don't know. We'll see. Travis, if you are still here, did your is, did your daughter just have her birthday? And if so, how was it? I know she's a few months older than Autumn, so I'm interested to find out how the baby's doing. And I think we're gonna do an awesome birthday party for autumn this year we didn't really do one last year we went to the zoo and that was kind of it um but uh now that she's three and she's like she talks a lot more than she did a year ago and she's way more cognitive dude autumn actually has like a good sense of humor like if if you can make if she can make you laugh she figure out what she did to make you laugh and she'll do it again and and try to make you laugh again. So she, I mean, she's pretty smart. Um, she's definitely way more interactive vocally and personably than she was a year ago. Uh, so I think this year we're going to try and do, uh, um, a birthday party, but I don't know when, when or where I know when, but, I don't know exactly what they were doing it, but I know when my daughter's birthday is. It's not going to be on her birthday, probably, because her birthday is on Monday. And if we throw our party on Monday, I doubt anyone will show up. So um, I don't know exactly what or where we we're going to do it at. That is the thing. Um, I think, I don't know, I'd like to take her swimming. Uh, we have a few places around here that have like water slides and stuff I think that would be a lot of fun and she would have a great time so I'm going to look into that we do have some splash pads around here too but that's not swimming that's like cement and then they run around it under sprinkling water Uh, oh wow it's like a whole minute well it might not have been a whole minute dude Um, I, I actually for some reason I'm having issues with the um the comments scrolling correctly they're like 
like when I when a new comment comes up, I have to manually take the mouse and scroll it down. Otherwise, it just stays on the comment that I'm I'm looking at. So I'm trying to keep up, but I keep like not paying attention when a new comment comes in, and and I'm not seeing it right away. So there may not be as much of a delay as you think there is. It's just that I'm not seeing the comments, uh, and and I'm not you know responding to them right when you post them. So that's my bad. Um. She it was good. Oh, oh, was when you guys are in Arkansas. Cool, that's good. I'm glad she's doing fantastic. Uh, yeah, so we'll for sure have you guys invited whenever we figure out what we're doing for Autumn's birthday. Uh, and I, yeah, hopefully it'll be fun. Oh man, yeah, these comments, uh, comments section is jacked up. I don't know what I did to it, but it doesn't like me. Um, let's see. What else can I talk about? I feel like there was another topic I wanted to bring up. Oh, yeah, there was about the podcast. I think I was kind of talking about it earlier and got interrupted. <laughs> um, So the podcast last week was an interview with Scott Bunn, The Bun. Check out The Bun on YouTube. Um, it's one of my favorite channels that I subscribe to. Um, and the bun, Scott Bun, he's a dude who's really cool. He's got long hair, so that makes him even cooler. He plays a baritone like this one, which makes him even cooler. Um, actually, he has one exactly like this, but it's not like his main guitar. Um, he's got a bunch of them. I only have a couple guitars. Um, so, and uh, he not only plays baritone but he tunes it down really low um so that's kind of what i've already been doing so when i found his channel i was like oh cool this is what i'm into you know metal and baritones and tuning down even even lower than you could possibly go and um essentially for the most part it's tuned almost like an eight string without the the um you're looking at it backwards so it almost looks like i don't know how you're seeing it actually but um an eight string would have you know one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, and eight strings. You count from the smallest to biggest. Um, so if you take away the first two strings of an eight-string guitar, and then that's how an eight, that's how uh, a baritone, this baritone, uh, would be tuned essentially like an eight-string without the two highest strings, uh, or a variant of that. It doesn't have to be exactly, but um, I believe with an eight-string you tune the lowest string like G or E or F one of those let's see seventh would be a B then oh man I don't know I actually don't even know off the top of my head but um yeah it's this is tuned D A D G B E no wait 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 my bad <laughs> D A D G A D Dad Gad. I tuned to Dad Gad. Uh one octave below a standard guitar tuned to Dad Gad. So it's almost tuned like a bass guitar, this one is, uh, in a way, but it's not. It's not quite the same. If I, I can play it almost to make it sound like a bass because it's tuned so low. Um, but I'm playing it through my guitar amp. Well, actually I'm not right now. I'm playing it through my computer, but um I can play it through my guitar amp and it sounds awesome. Um but when I record, I I, I uh, play it through my computer and add a fake amp simulator in there. But anyways, yeah. So back to what I was saying about 
Scott Bunn. Um, he's a cool dude, and that's his channel, The Bun, on YouTube. Um, he's got a lot of cool stuff on that channel, and I thought he would be a cool dude to interview. So John and I did that, and the first episode went so well, um, and it felt like we didn't really want to stop the conversation, but we kind of had to because John had to work like the next morning, and we were recording it at like. At that point, it was like one o'clock or two o'clock in the morning, or something like that. And John's like, "I just got to go to bed. I got to be up to work in the morning. Can we continue next week?" So we did a second episode with uh, Scott, and um, that's the episode that um, I would be normally publishing uh, today, like on a Tuesday, but can't because of um, I, like I said, circumstances. I just are out of my control. I can't publish it today. Um. So, yeah, that is kind of uh, the story, I guess. Um, Scott Bunn, episode two of that interview will be up as soon as I can get it published. Um, And we didn't really talk just about guitars and stuff. We did a, uh, we talked about kind of the band life in general and, um, a few other things, but it wasn't just about guitars and stuff. There was some other topics that we just kind of hit on just having a normal conversation. So if you thought that the first episode was good, the second episode is really good as well. And um, the conversations kind of go all over the place in a way. It's not like we were just like, I tune my baritone to E. What do you tune your baritone to? Oh, cool. What kind of pickups do you have? Um, did you uh, did you solder your pots in yourself or did you get the uh, Mad Hatter uh, no solder? Uh, you know, it's not like that. It's not like a super technical conversation at all. Um, we really didn't get into too much specifics other than just giving a general outline of what Scott, his channel on YouTube is. Um, but yeah, it was a fun conversation and I, I'm hoping to do it again with them soon. Cause it was really well, it went really well. And um, yeah, so that part two of that conversation will be up soon. Um, and I'm trying to think, we don't really have any other guests scheduled. We were trying to get a couple of other guests on the show, but um, they didn't really get back with me about it. Well, they did originally, and then when I tried to confirm dates, they didn't really answer me, so I was like, well, cool. If they want to come to the show, they know how to get a hold of me. I don't really feel like chasing people down and nagging them, because I don't like being nagged myself, so I'm not going to nag other people. So, those other guests aren't currently booked. I'll, I'll just put it like that. Uh, oh, this is the other thing I was going to talk about. Yes. Okay. I remembered finally. So I'm going to put Jason wisdom. I'm going to add him in real quick. And move my phone. Uh, give me a sec. Jason wisdom of death therapy. He is a guest we had. Sorry, I'm typing. I can't talk and type different words.
Um, Death Therapy is an awesome band. They're like, uh, I, don't, I don't really know how to describe them. They are different than... Um, They're kind of different. They're a little bit industrial. They're definitely metal. Um, if you want to, there, there's there's stuff they have that sounds similar to like Marilyn Manson, Nine Inch Nails. But then there's other stuff they have that's like way more brutal than like Marilyn Manson or Nine Inch Nails could ever ever be or do. So like they're not like locked into a, a genre. Like they don't lock themselves into a genre. I guess is the clearest way I can put it put it but they're definitely metal um they're a little bit industrial I would kind of say um hey Jason what's up brother I'm I'm hoping that I can get to Milwaukee tomorrow they're gonna be uh death therapy is gonna be in Milwaukee tomorrow so I'm gonna try my my darndest to get down there um and see it'll actually be the first real concert i've been to since i moved to wisconsin uh we went and saw at the fair here in town um skillet like four years ago or three maybe three or four um and i like skillet don't get me wrong but i'm not like a huge skillet fan i just think they're they're decent um but out that that's about the only other concert I've been to since I moved here. I haven't been to a concert of a band that I'm a fan of since I moved here. Uh, oh, I take that back. I, I kind of take that back. Well, I was an Uber driver in Madison for a while. I live about two and a half hours from Madison. And Madison has this thing every year called, oh, I don't even know what it's called right now. It's like, uh, I don't know, a food, it's like, they do food and music basically down by the square. Um, if you don't know what the square is, it's like the Capitol building is like there. And then around the entire Capitol building, you know, like one block each direction or maybe a block and a half each direction. That's what the square, I guess is. So, you know, on each corner of each street or whatever, they have different styles of music. So love country rock, I don't know, pop, I guess. And then they have all these food vendors all around the whole square. Um, I think it's called Beats, Eats Food, Eats and Beats, or I don't I don't even know. And I saw a couple years ago when I was there, um, Islander was there, which I like them a lot, and Nonpoint, which I am a, a, a fan of that. So I guess um, that would be about the only concert that I've been to since I moved to Wisconsin. So I'm really looking forward to seeing um, death therapy tomorrow in Milwaukee. If you're listening to this before, what is the date today? The ninth. Yeah. Um, yeah. The ninth. So tomorrow's the 10th. If you're listening to this before the evening of July 10th, 2019, and you live in Wisconsin or upper Illinois or Indiana, Northern Indiana, or somewhere in Michigan, come to Milwaukee tomorrow and see death therapy. Uh, I think it would be awesome. Um, Also, another interesting fact today would have been my my son's 11th birthday. He died when he was six days old. Um, 
and that was 11 years ago. Today he was, you know, not today, but t- the date today was the day he was born, 2008. Um, and that was quite an interesting day. I was on my way to my friend's house. I know this is a weird kind of morbid turn of events all of a sudden in the middle of conversation about a band I really like, but I just happened to see on my calendar the date and it reminded me. Um, I I was on my way to my friend's house. My wife was admitted to the hospital like eight days before that or a week or I don't remember. It was a long time. So I guess I'll back up a little bit further. Otherwise, you might not. The, set, the story doesn't make sense. So we have an appointment about two or three months before my wife's due with our son. His name is Zion. Um, we we picked out his name way before he was born. Uh, Zion Sonny. And um, yes, that's Sonny after Sonny from POD. And Zion, uh, actually, it's not just Sonny from POD. My grandfather's nickname is also Sonny. So uh, we picked out his middle name due to the fact that my wife and I both like POD and you know Sonny was you know one of my favorite rock stars or still is really one of my favorite front men of all time um and my grandfather's nickname is Sonny um Zion we just thought Zion was a cool name um also POD sings about Zion a lot and my grandfather whose nickname is Sonny lives in the city of Zion uh so there was kind of a lot of you know a lot of meaning to the name Zion Sonny so that's what we picked um so we go to this doctor's appointment about like i said two and a half three months before my son's due date and um and the they did some kind of i don't know they put some kind of machine in my wife's belly to hear the heartbeat or something i don't remember what it was called and uh they said something didn't sound right or i don't i don't remember and they're like, we just need to do some more tests, blah, 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 you know, whatever they can do to get more money out of the insurance company. And uh, and then they're like, well, we need to admit you to the hospital. It looks like your amniotic fluids are low. So they admit her to the hospital and then um, they just want to keep an eye on her. <clears throat> and then like a week and a half, well, not a week and a half. Like I said, it was like eight days later. You know, my wife's in the hospital and I'm on my way to my friend's house to, I don't even remember what we're doing, what we were going to do, hang out or whatever. And, um, my wife calls me and she's like, uh, we're doing an emergency C-section right now. You need to come to the hospital. So thankfully I was already driving and I was going in that direction. So I was already like more than halfway there, I suppose, to the hospital over to the hospital they uh suited up suited me up and you know the i don't know what they call it all the fancy uh stuff they put on you to keep germs out of room operating room and then they brought me into the operating room and at this point i didn't even know where where, where they were at in the or it was just uh i was just waiting for them to let me in and then I walk in and they already actually had my wife's stomach cut open. And I was like, whoa, like I wasn't expecting to see that when I walked in. I didn't think they were going to be that that far yet. Um, so they were already into it when I, you know, when I got there. And then, um, you know, my wife's 
obviously scared and then uh, upset or whatever. But, you know, and then uh, a few minutes later or so, they they pull out my son and he's like blue. Uh, and, and then, uh, yeah, I think because it was an emergency C-section, they weren't like, do you want to cut the umbilical cord? It was like they were just doing whatever they had to do from what I remember. And then, uh, and then after, you know, they cleaned him up and stuff and then, uh, they took him into, um, I don't even know. They put him on one of those little ICU little, little, uh, NATO, NICU, like, I don't even know, incubators, that's what I'm looking for, I think. I think, you know, one of those type of things. And then, um, after they got my wife all stapled back up and stuff. They took her and do the, the post-op, whatever. And then we were like waiting around for a long time. It seemed like, and eventually uh, we were able to go in and see my son. And, but I mean, you couldn't even touch him. He was in a, a, a bubble basically. And then, um, yeah, finally, like it must have been an hour or two hours later, they brought him into, and Rebecca was finally able to to hold him. Uh, and then and then they were like, well, they basically said we got to rush him downtown because we were living in Michigan at the time. So downtown is Detroit, you know, the hospital down there. So yeah, that's what happened, I guess. So we held him for like a few minutes. And then they took him downtown. And then uh, everything else that happened after that was all downtown. So that's that was what my son's birthday was like when he was born. It was pretty intense. And then, uh, like I said, shortly after that, uh, six days later, he died. And then that was the end of that, I guess. It sucked. Uh, not going to lie. Uh, and then now we have a beautiful daughter. And she's absolutely amazing. And my wife and I are extremely grateful to have a daughter uh and we're we're super pleased that she's an amazing person she's pretty cool i'm not gonna lie she's she's a good child she's having some problems with obedience right now but you know when she's not being a (laughs) two-year-old she's pretty awesome uh so yeah that was that story that was that turned a pretty pretty hard dark turned it in it um i'll try to turn it around and be a little more positive now uh just because that was pretty deep and out of nowhere i'm gonna reply to nick real quick i wasn't trying to ignore him but i was already in the middle of thoughts Sorry for that. Okay. Wait, what? No, 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 no. Oh, I almost, uh, I almost ended the video. <sighs> now. Oh, man, I don't even know if I can make this. A, now I'm thinking about it. I don't know if I can make this a podcast episode tonight because I don't know if I can get the video. Oh, that sucks. 
I'm I'm gonna try. I'll figure it out. I'll figure it out one way or another. <clears throat> so yeah, if you live in uh within well, I'm gonna be driving about three or three and a half hours to Milwaukee. So I'm gonna say if you live within four hours of Milwaukee, get your butt down to uh Milwaukee tomorrow to um check out Death Therapy live. Um I can't remember the name of the venue right now. And I don't want to open up any other pages and mess anything up. I'll try. Shoot, I'll try. Uh, I'm not going to do it. It'll, something will happen. I know it. Um, just go on Facebook and look up Death Therapy. If you really, if you really want to go, you'll figure out how to do it. Go to Death Therapy or Jason Wisdom on Facebook, and then um. You can find the you can find the venue information there. It's not hard. I did it, so I'm pretty sure if I can do it, um, you are capable of doing it as well. Oh. Lime water, too good, man. <clears throat> so I think uh, we've been going almost an hour. Well, it's been an hour, but the first few minutes were me trying to work out technical issues, so. I don't really count that. <clears throat> um, I wish I could get a little more interaction. If I, I think if I did these every single day, uh, I'd probably get a lot more followers and uh, people would probably interact a lot more. And that would be awesome. Um, but I don't know if I'm capable of coming up with interesting content every single day and talking for an hour to myself while looking at my mug on a monitor and making it interesting i i might maybe i'm under underselling myself a little bit but um it would be cool if people um start you know interacting um and you know it would make it more fun it would make it uh less to where i had to come up with conversation topics that you know i'm talking to myself and i could uh you know interact with people so another thing i wanted to kind of talk about too um if you if you're a listener of the podcast um i have put in the link or i'm sorry i have put a link in the comments um to where you can find the podcast and if you go to that app or or on the on your browser, whatever. Um, you can download the app. They have an app too. Um, I would say get the app. <clears throat> but if you don't want to, that's fine. Um, use your browser. Um, so check out the podcast that way. But they have a cool feature on Anchor. Is um, like you can leave sort of like a voice message. Um, so if you're like, hey, you guys were talking about this particular topic, and I I kind of had a question about it, um, and I don't think I understood what you meant, or uh, I thought it was interesting or whatever, you know, leave your comment or question. Um, and then, and then I'll get a message or a notification rather showing that you left a message and I can listen to it and I can put it in the show. So, um, if you want your question to be on the podcast, or if you have a question, or if you just want to be like, Hey, I've got a cool topic to talk about. Uh, why don't you guys talk about this? And then I can take that comment 
that you've left on the Anchor app, and I can add it into the show, and John and I can talk about that. So if you want to be more interactive with the show, that is one way you can do it. Another way you can help us out a lot is obvious the obvious things. Um, share the podcast with other people on Facebook, Twitter, um, you know, all the social media that people are normally doing. Um, you know, like it, share it, and tell people about it. Um, that helps us out a lot too. Uh, so if you do like the content that we're creating, support what you like. Uh, and if you, you know, Owen Benjamin says, support what you like so it doesn't go away. So, and I like that saying, you know, um, if, if you like the podcast, if you like the show, um, like it, subscribe to, you know, the podcast on iTunes or on Spotify or follow. I think on, on, on Spotify, you follow. It's not a subscribe on iTunes. It's like subscribe, um, share it. Um, and that all helps us out. And I think the podcast is fun to do. I don't really like talking to myself like this, so I'd rather not do it this way. Um, but like I said, this is kind of a fill in show because I wasn't able to get the interview out to and publish it like I was hoping to. Uh, so I'm hoping that this will satisfy some people. Um, like I said, I'm going to try to take the audio from this and make it a podcast tonight, but I don't know how to do that on the brow, the Chrome browser version on my phone. When I make a video, a Facebook live stream like this, it gives you the option to save the video and then I can take that video and rip the audio out and make it an episode. But I'm doing this on my computer, not my phone. Uh, so I don't know if I'm going to be able to do that or not. I'm going to try. Um, but if I can't, I can't. So I guess that being said, it's been just about an hour and five minutes. And like I said, if you take away the first five minutes where I was trying to figure out my audio issues, um, we're ahead about an hour. So um, thanks to anybody who's listening to this and now or in the future. Um, check out Death Therapy, one of my uh, favorite bands. I'd put them definitely in my top uh, top ten, probably ten or twenty. I don't know. My, my opinions always change on who's in my top ten or twenty, um, but they're definitely in my top twenty, possibly my top ten. Um, yeah, like I said, Milwaukee tomorrow, July tenth, two thousand nineteen. Death Therapy, be there, and. Uh, that's about it. Um, I can't think of anything else right now. Uh, thanks everyone for watching. If you stuck around this long, I wonder who is watching. I'm curious. I don't know how to tell. It does. I'm clicking on it. It doesn't tell me. Whoever you are, put in the comments. Say something real quick so I know who you are. Because it says someone's watching. It might be my mother-in-law. It could be Jason Wisdom. It might be um, me watching on my phone. No, I'm not. I'm not watching on my phone. That'd be weird. Um, but yeah, thanks everyone for listening and supporting the podcast and, um, hope you all have a great day and, uh, 
if you don't like what Disney's doing with all the remakes, just don't watch them. That's my solution. If enough people do that, they'll be like, oh, maybe we need to come up with some original content. And it's not just Disney. A lot of companies, a lot of Hollywood companies are doing it. Um, uh, I'm just pointing out Disney because they're obvious. They're obviously probably the worst right now about it. Uh, And that's a wrap. I'm Dreadmat and I'm out.